Bernie's Bogey's Bushwood, presented by Season Gap Fantasy Football. I'm Magna Mills, and I'm all right. Nobody worry about me. I am once again flying solo on this episode to break down the 2024 Mexico Open. Thank you very much for checking out Bernie's Bogey's Bushwood. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Again, we are presented by Season Gap Fantasy Football. Find us on social media at Season Gap FF and on the web at Season Gap FF. Com. Thank you very much for remembering all of that. And while you're at it, try to remember the flaps. Follow, like, and please subscribe. All we ask if you had fun, please remember, click that thumb. Helps us out a lot. Helps other people find our show. Super duper appreciate it. It's as important as tipping your caddy. Before we cross the border, let's take a quick look at how I did with my picks for the Genesis Invitational last week. It looks like fading Scotty Scheffler and Rory McIlroy was the right play, both in, on your wagers and in DFS. I was pretty high on Adam Scott. He finished T19th, which was fine, but I was hoping for more. I uh, really kind of sputtered down the stretch in round four, especially on the back nine. Like Sam Burns a bit, he didn't win, but if you had a top 10 ticket, uh, he cashed those for you at least, so you got that going for you, which is nice. I was on Siwoo Kim. He finished T44. He did the Siwoo thing. Had two pretty good rounds, two pretty bad rounds. The uh, 74 on Friday was especially crushing. Hideki Matsuyama, just he did the damn thing. He won, almost set the course record on Sunday. It was a good time to watch unless you were holding those Patrick Cantlay tickets. Uh, I had a lot of DFS lineups that had Cantlay and, J- and Jason Day up top, so... Not great, Bob, but it was pretty great if you had a top five ticket for Adam Hadwin last week. He finished T4, almost had to have him in your DFS lineup if you wanted to make some big money there. Uh, Emiliano Grill was really just grinding once again, finished T44, definitely played his best golf on Sunday. Uh, One of my biggest misses of the week was I had a Patrick Rogers top 20 wager Felt great about it, and he did not even make the cut, despite very few people actually missing the cut when it was all said and done. And no real big hits, but I just missed Jason Day uh, catching a first-round leader ticket for me. Uh, can't like out there, but uh, so close. Did win my round one three ball with Tom Kim, Patrick Hantley, and Jordan Spieth, so that was nice. Did lose my round one three ball where I had Justin Thomas in the Justin Thomas, Tiger Woods, Gary Woodland group. Uh, Shout out Gary Woodland. Good to see you out there again. Uh, Missed on both of my tournament three balls in the Adam Scott, Tommy Fleetwood, Tom Kim joint. I had Adam Scott, did not get there. And I had uh, Thigala, Cameron Young, and Matthew Fitzpatrick went with Thigala there and did not get there. That was Cameron Young taking that one home. And I had a double chance on Max Homa or Sam Burns winning the event and Neither one. As I've alluded to, it was nice that I was in on Matsuyama and Hadwin, but Cantlay faltering on Sunday. Justin Thomas missing the cut. kind of really took it down. I didn't have those right correlations all going on at the same time in the same lineup to make it happen. Wound up being a decent week, but it certainly could have been much better. It was at least a fun event to watch. You know, not a lot of weather concerns. A good Sunday watch unless you were holding those Patrick Cantlay tickets. So uh, shout out to Genesis. That you know, Sorry, if you were tuning in for Tiger, I uh, didn't get there, but there's always Augusta, right? 
On to this week, we have the third running of the Mexico Open at Vedanta Vallarta, located in Nuevo Vallarta in Mexico. This is a Greg Norman design that's playing as a par 71 at 7,456 yards this week. You've got wide fairways, deep rough, past Pelham greens that are running very slow. John Rahm won here last year, and Tony Finau took it down in 2022. And speaking of Finau, when you look at the odds, there's Tony Finau, and then there's everybody else. He's in decent form, but the real key is his history here. There's been two runnings of this, and he's finished first and second. He literally tops my model. No matter what term I want to put it, short-term, medium-term, long-term, it's all Tony Finau up top all day. I'm honestly not interested in wagering on him to win, uh, being the short straw here, the Super Chalk at plus 750, plus 800 where you're shopping. He's also clearly the top-priced player, on DraftKings, but there's enough value that people can get to that his ownership is creeping up far past the point that I'm comfortable paying that price and taking him at that elevated ownership. He pretty much has to win to pay it off, so I'm not going to full-on fade him, but I think in single entry, three max, I'm not getting there. If I'm doing 20 max, maybe I'm throwing him in five lineups, you know, and if I'm, you know, 150 max, I'm still probably getting maybe a third in there, but that's at the most, and it really depends on how the builds mix out. But I don't think I'm going to max enter much this week, to be honest with you, given the field and how this event has shaped up in the past. And when it comes to DFS, there are a few options that I expect to be very popular this week that I have some level of interest in, including Steven Yeager, 9,800 on DraftKings, Taylor Pendrith, he's 9,600 on DraftKings, Jake Knapp, he's 8,700 on DraftKings, 10-2 uh, over on FanDuel. Brandon Wu is 9100 on DraftKings, 32 bucks on Yahoo. Cameron Champ is 8600 on DraftKings, 9700 on FanDuel and 20 bucks on Yahoo. Johnny Vegas is 7600 on DraftKings and the minimum stone cold 20 bucks on Yahoo. And Sam Stevens is 7100 on DraftKings, 8800 over on FanDuel. I think I'm definitely willing to eat some of the chalk here with Jaeger and Pendrith up top. And I'm willing to be late to the party on Jake Knapp, given what his DraftKings ownership is looking like. Everyone kind of wants to be an early adopter here. I'm willing to pass it up at the uh, elevated ownership point he's projecting at right now. Brandon Wu and Stevens both look like they will be popular, but I think Stevens is just going to catch more ownership due to his price. So I will probably end up with more shares of Wu. And I love you, Johnny Vegas. I, I don't mind chasing it, you know, a top 20 finish ticket or something like that, but I'm not going to be getting in on you at DFS where you're probably maxing out it, you know, a top 10 or so given your ownership. That's just not going to get there for me. Cameron Champ is really a tough cookie to crack here. His fit and his course history are pristine, but his form is literally Mona Lisa Saperstein. The worst. I'm probably going to go heavy on Champ and hope that his recent form scares people off and the fit for the course and his history here is just, you know, overriding the fact that he hasn't played well because if he gets out there, has a couple good holes, it's going to start flowing. He's going to get in the zone feeling Cameron Champ this week. When you look up top to the short odds players, you got a couple that I like here, starting with Steven Yeager. I already mentioned him a little bit. My models like him on the various forms, be it short, medium, long term. He has not been in the greatest form overall. I will just throw out that he did finish third at the Farmer, so he's got that for him. He's a guy who can smack it off the tee. We love that here. And he's got a solid history, having finished 18th and 15th in the previous two runnings of this event. Again, Taylor Pendrith, another guy I mentioned. He's plus 2,500 on DraftKings right now. 
solid or at least good enough form. Also did well at the Farmers where he finished ninth. That was the last event he played in. Decent history here. Not nearly as good as Jagger, but he's played it once and he finished 30th last year. He has been excellent on these slow greens and these past pollen greens. So nice fit there. All the models love him. Really good stuff. The main thing you worry about, again, on DFS is how chalky he will be. And Brandon Wu, again, another guy I mentioned in the DFS section. Recent form is not good, let's be honest here. Last three events, he's missed a cut, finished 47th, and missed a cut. But his history here is the exact opposite as he's finished third and second in the two runnings of this event. Long-term model loves him, not so bullish on the short and medium term, but he checks the boxes as he's been very good on slow greens and past pollen greens. In the mid-range, it's pretty much Cameron Champer go home for me, plus 5,000 on DraftKings right now, the sportsbook over there. Uh, his recent form is legitimately horrific, miscut, miscut, miscut. It is just not great, Bob. But slow greens and or these past pollen greens are by far his best putting surfaces. He can bomb it with the best of them and sometimes even past the best of them. And again, great history here. Two runnings, he's finished eighth and sixth. Uh, finally, just one long shot going with Harry Hall, who's going off at plus 11,000 right now. Form hasn't been great, but he turned it around at least a little bit with the 41st at the Waste Management. Uh, finished 10th here in his only appearance. We like that. My short-term model likes him. Not so great when you stand it out very much, but again, in an event that I expect there to be a little bit of randomness given the field and the course, I don't mind that. And he's another player who has been solid on both slow greens, but he's also been great on these past pollen greens that we don't see a ton on most of the tour events. All right, let's get a little bit of random action down on the Mexico Open. I have a couple of round one leader bets that I like. Uh, Patrick Rogers, plus 4,500. Another guy who can bomb it with a good course history. Cameron Champ, already mentioned him, plus 5,000 to be leading after round one. Patrick Rogers, plus 4,500. And Brandon Wu, plus 6,000. Again, all guys that I mentioned Good histories here. Guys can smack it off the tee. So, you know, there's definitely a type this week you're looking for. Got a couple of round one group matchups I like. In the matchup between Michael Kim and Brandon Wu, give me Brandon Wu minus 115. And in the matchup between Keith Mitchell and Charlie Hoffman, I'm going to take the dog here. Uh, give me Charlie Hoffman plus 125. I have one round one three ball I'm looking at. That's the Johnny Vegas, Patrick Rogers, Steven Yeager three ball. Give me Steven Yeager at plus 140. I have two tournament long three balls I'm interested in. You have Davis Thompson, Taylor Pendrith, and Mark Hubbard. Give me Taylor Pendrith plus 160. And you have Ryan Fox, Keith Mitchell, and Alejandro Tosti. Give me Ryan Fox plus 170. Uh, let's throw a couple of triple chances in there. Uh, give me either Brandon Wu, Patrick Rogers, or Ryan Fox to win the event at plus 1100. And give me either Taylor Pendrith, Aaron Ray, or Cameron Champ to win the event at plus 1300. If you are in a one-and-done, I don't think I'm eating the chalk with Tony Finau this week. I am probably going to Steven Yeager, who is my favorite option overall here. But if you want to save him, which is understandable, there's still a lot of season to go. I'm probably dropping down a little bit to Taylor Pendrith. I like him almost as much here, but I'm far less likely to use Pendrith at another event. And if you want to get a little bit cute with it, I think you can go with Cameron Champ. He's a bob. He's a boom or a bust. But that's what you're looking for in an event like this. It's not a huge purse. 
he fits the archetype. He's got a great history. You're probably not going to use him anywhere else. So unless you maybe have the stones to use some Madagusta in the Masters, if you want to take a little bit of a chance and maybe make up some ground on the field after a slow start and you're one and done, maybe Cameron Champ can be a champion for you. And thank you for literally being a champion for checking out Birdies, Bogies, Bushwood. Really appreciate it. Again, presented by Season Gap Fantasy Football. You can find us wherever your pods on YouTube, on social media at Season Gap FF. Don't forget to get in those contests at least midday Wednesday. They will be smaller fields because of the event. They could fill early, so lock those lineups in. And while you're doing that, don't forget the flaps. Follow, like, and please subscribe. All we ask if you had fun, if you tuned in, you make a couple bucks, sir. Just whatever, honestly, if you tuned on this on accident and uh, you're just feeling charitable, go ahead, click that thumb. Really appreciate it. And honestly, even if this was the worst golf show that you've ever seen or heard, I bet you get a free bowl of soup with it. <laughs>